0: Full of amazing stories and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love the small Indiana County.
1: Welcome to Where We Landed. I'm Scott Miller, one of the hosts and in studio today we've got Iris Brunner. Heyo. And Kylie Jackson.
0: Hey everybody. Uh, We are going to start the day with some would-you-rather, just to get warmed up here, guests, you can participate. Ready? Ready. Ready. So ready. (laughs) Would-you-rather be stranded on a desert island with unlimited reading material or with a single knife?
1: Okay, so stranded on an island, is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. I like to read a lot, so I think I would go that and I'm not much of hunter of a hunter, so I'd probably go hungry, but what, I'd like to what read. What are you gonna eat? I don't know, but I'd I'd like to read.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna choose the books too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What about you guys?
3: A knife.
2: Yeah? yeah. <laughs> she likes to eat. I to eat.
0: <laughs> I should probably fashion a boat and get herself <laughs> out right. of there. Yeah. How about you,
4: Trent? I'd probably go with the knife as well.
0: Well, um, if you guys were together, one of you could do the books and one could do the could they be
4: audio books? Could I listen to them? <laughs> <laughs> do whatever you want. I like yeah. it. How about you, Kylie? Uh,
0: I think I would probably do books as well. Yeah. You know. I oh, will do a couple more. Uh, I'll try to find a better one. <laughs> oh, this one's good. Would you rather... That wasn't the one. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather at a restaurant have a table that rocks back and forth because the legs aren't level or a chair that does the same thing? This one's easy to
1: yeah. Go ahead, Iris.
0: I'm I'm going to choose a chair because I don't want to
2: disrupt everybody else with the table. Yeah. Because I know I'd be the one like leaning on it and knocking
3: it over.
4: How about you guys?
3: A chair. I like a rocking chair.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be kind of fun. You know, I kind of do the wheels here. <laughs> so yeah. Chair yeah. for sure. Yeah. Chair yeah, for I'd say yeah. chair. Yeah. yeah.
0: That uh, was an easy one. Let's do another one. Okay. I'll do better. What's <clears throat> the cards? Um. Okay. Would you rather inherit $100,000 or inherit the key to and the contents of one random safety deposit box at a Swiss bank?
1: Repeat those two options. Oh, my God. (laughs) I want to make sure I get this one right.
0: (laughs) One thing we're doing right now. Well, there's
1: two. Two options.
0: Okay. Would you rather inherit $100,000 or inherit the key to and the contents of... One random safe deposit box at a Swiss bank.
1: I'm gonna say a hundred thousand dollars. There's that what, what they say the bird in the hand's worth two in the bush and you never know that could be an empty safe deposit box. <laughs> I'll take the hundred thousand.
2: Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna take the money. I don't want somebody's <laughs> somebody's something. <laughs> I don't Man.
4: know what could be in that box. <laughs> what do you guys think? The money. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good. You gotta take the guarantee
0: yeah you got a bunch of nobody's up for an adventure here (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: it depends i guess how independently wealthy i am before that right how much is a hundred thousand dollars to (laughs) you right now it's an awful good
0: (laughs) (laughs) good amount. (laughs) well
2: that was fun and we're all a hundred thousand dollars richer how about that yeah, love it. well, today I get to introduce two of my very, very good, good, very, very best, best friends in all of the world, and I love them so very much. <laughs> I love Angel more. Uh, <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> uh, but today we have Trent and Angel daily in studio. Um, Trent is. <laughs> An- <laughs> I kind of got me off guard with that. I wasn't ready. I was. I was full bore. I was going straight in. I was really excited to say this, but we have Trent Daly. Um, he, he told me his title is Angel's Husband, and I think that's a very fitting uh, title for him. Uh, he does have other things going on, but we'll let him share those in a little bit. Um, and we also have Angel Daly. Um, she, owner, operator, I don't know, I'm making that part up, of Angel Daly Interior Design. Uh, we're very happy that you guys are here, and we are excited to hear how you guys landed in Marion and Grant County. Are you excited
4: we're excited to be here thanks for having
2: us yes so let's just (laughs) jump right in so how did the dailies decide that this was going to be their home and that this was where they were going to live
4: well um after college we uh moved to the farm actually um we were with my my father-in-law angel's dad owns a farm over in tipton county and uh, i took a job here with uh, insurance management um, in sales so I was working here and uh, we he allowed us to move into a home on the farm and kind of save some money. You know, when you're first starting out, you're just trying to save some money to buy your first house. So that was kind of the plan. And then uh, a couple years later, we were trying to find the perfect spot because Angel really loves the country. She wanted to have a country feel. I didn't want to have to drive 20 minutes to get to fast food. Uh, <laughs> it's all about food for me. You guys will figure that out. Yeah. Um, we lived so, in Swayze when we first, and I was like,
2: no, we can't eat. I can't get anything fast.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, we were there for, how, how long were we in windfall? A year or two? A year. A year. Um, we bought our first house on Berkeley, and uh, the rest was kind of history. So, she followed me, and she was willing to give it a shot. Yeah. What, uh, what how you, long ago was that? Yeah, I was going to. Um, 2008. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: So, fifteen years ago. Yeah, it's been it's been quite quite some time. And that was
1: right during the financial crisis that it Was so? Did you had you guys already moved before the crisis hit in September? I think it was September of two thousand eight. That, that it, it
4: was after. Actually, the the irony was the job I was going to take. I was going to go work for Bank of America in Charlotte. That was my you know yeah. job that I would was kind of set up. And so, if I would have taken that, I probably would have been one of the first people let off. So, yeah. I remember I started my job in May of 07. And then we probably would have moved in, um, was it spring or summer? It, I know it was warm. Do you know when we moved? It was probably the summer of 08.
3: The end of summer, I think.
4: Yeah. yeah. So we were, it probably was a good time to buy a house actually. Yeah, exactly. Not a good time to sell one, but it worked yeah. out.
1: So I'm going to ask you, uh, Kind of, this may be one of those things. So I, I actually had written this down before as you guys were walking in, but two things on which you think kind of your life hangs on. So when you, when you're thinking about that constant values that are important to you. So if you had two things that you guys could each, you can each pick two things, but, but these are the two values that, that our life would hinge on anything that you guys can come up with.
2: Jumped right in with I, hard a hard question. deep end. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll go back to an easy one after this.
4: Anything stand out to you?
3: I mean, family. Yeah. Um,
1: and is that something that you feel like you were brought up that way? Like that's just part of your DNA as, as a kid, like, like that family was important to you even
3: then? Yeah. Yeah. We, um, grew up on a family farm and, uh, yeah, we were super close. Um, worked on the farm together. Um, my grandpa ran the grain elevator and then my dad and my two sisters, we all worked on the farm together. and. Um, mom taking food out to the fields and, um, yeah, we were very close.
1: Did you have livestock on the farm no, or was thank it? Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a farm kid. I grew up with a dairy farm. Okay. And, a lot of work. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was my grandparents dairy farm. So I just got to come on the weekends and sometimes. And so he, I was, saw he what, was the free labor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw what they had to, to deal with and it's a lot of work being a farm mm-hmm. farmer. So kudos to you. <laughs> Trent, how about you? Anything that you can say? So family?
4: Yeah, yeah I would um, expand on that a little bit. You know, my father-in-law used to joke when I was looking to take my job in North Carolina. He just said, man, that's going to be a really long commute, Trent. Um, <laughs> he wasn't uh, wasn't joking. He, he wasn't joking. Um, and I got to see how close, you know, she was with her family. And, and I'm really close with my family, too. Um, so for us, it was natural as I looked at all the different job options, which were um, all out of state that uh, coming to Marion would allow us to to keep proximity to our families and, and all the, the grandchildren, our cousins, and so forth and so on. So uh, that probably still to this day is one of those deciding factors that we just want to be really close to our families yeah. of why we're here.
1: Anything else? So family, number one value, anything that you'd say, hey, here's a quick second or, or the close second to it or distant second?
4: I, I would say faith. Um we found an uh, incredible, um, uh, you call it a faith family, but uh, we we joined a, a church and we found a lot of people that um, we align and support us and encourage us and grow us, not only us, but for our kids as well. Um, so faith and family are probably my two.
1: Yeah. Good.
0: Good. Uh, how did you two meet? Purdue. Yeah. Go Boilers. <laughs> I think you guys are outnumbered today. This never happens. Boy, up. <laughs> So same age, same major, similar friend groups. No. So. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'll let Angel tell the story. She can tell as much as she wants. <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's a year older and my girlfriends always, uh, were visiting this fraternity and, Oh, you should come. These guys are great. You'll have a lot of fun. They study on Thursday nights, um, you should come study.
4: But That's all we did. We studied on Thursday nights. It's my story. I'm well, sticking but, to it.
3: So I believe that. And um, I was uh, interior design. I had art supplies and my big portfolio. Oh my and, oh my gosh!
0: You know, I'm. You were headed over to study. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, I come in and of course. I think it was room six. Why I remember this. I don't know. But it's the first time I'd ever been there. I was nervous, you know, and I sit down and nobody has their homework. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, it's like takes up a lot of space with what I was doing. I thought, oh, gosh, why am I here? What am I doing? And they're like, oh, no, just stay. And so um, anyways, about, I don't know, 30 minutes later, Trent walked in. And he acted like he was really interested <laughs> in what I was drawing.
4: <laughs> I was really interested. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what did you major in internet? Uh, computer information technology. Okay. So,
1: so you guys meet, that's the first time you guys met. Yeah. And, and so how did it develop from there?
3: Uh, I mean, he asked for my number and I just wasn't interested in dating anybody. Um, I wanted to be focused, you know. Right. Um, I
2: mean, you were doing homework on a Thursday <laughs> night. You were totally <laughs> focused
3: at college, <laughs> at, at <a> fraternity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he'd call occasionally, and I'd give him just a couple minutes here and there. Um,
4: just baiting the hook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she knew what she was doing, and then uh, probably the turning point was that first dance we went to. Yeah. Say so. We were all going to go to dances together. There Again, was, it
3: was supposed to be a group. Right, No, you know, we were all going to go to the dance together.
4: And us guys had picked out who our date were going to be before they got there. So we had kind of pre... And
3: so I get there. And of course, mm. my friends were always late. And he's like, oh, here's my date. And I was like, what?
4: <laughs> I was much smoother back in college. time. <laughs> yeah, Four kids, 20 years later, not so much. <laughs> but it worked back then. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so both of you guys have gotten involved in this community and, and been a part of it. Um, what are the things, um, I've shared this on, on a variety of podcasts, so my passion would be to see Grant County get to be a growth county again where population is being added to this community. And, and so are there things that either of you would say, and here's what, there's no silver bullet, we've kind of figured that out. But are there certain things that you would say, if we could change this or if we could adjust this about this community that could really help us. So either of you got any suggestions on that?
4: Um, This question has come up quite a bit uh, and I've had thoughts on it. Um, I think it's hard because depending, I think each person sees something a little different. Yeah. Um, Me personally, uh, I feel like what makes Marion or Grant County special is the people. Um, I wouldn't say there's a specific answer. I mean, People talk about schools, but we have good schools. People talk about um, things to do. There's there's things to do. It's just about being engaged and finding that community for you. So I'm not really sure what the answer is. I know that there's a lot of people that come here and never want to leave. I guess it just it really depends what you're searching for.
1: Yeah. So you mentioned things to do. What are the things you guys enjoy doing here in, in the community?
4: Mainly for us, I mean, with kids, right? It's It's family stuff. Like, If we want to go to a Colts game or, or go out of town, we can go out of town, but here it's just, it's family related stuff. So it's going to the park, it's going to the movies, it's bowling, it's hanging out with friends, it's church things. It's, it's stuff where, um, I think you would do that when you're raising a family, at least in the season of life we're in, um, there's plenty to do. Uh, you could, if you're single and, and maybe older or empty nesters, it may be, it may look completely different. So.
1: Angel, how about you? Anything that you enjoy doing? The community or in uh, Grant County specifically.
3: I mean, really just spending time with friends and family. Yeah.
1: Um, um, so, if somebody's coming to visit you from out of town, where do you take them to?
2: To Angel's Kitchen. <laughs> That's true. I do like to cook. Yeah. So, a to lot of Angel's times. Kitchen, she can make anything and everything. <laughs>
4: We do a little bit of that. I mean, one of our good friends owns a restaurant. We've gone out to imagine uh, quite a bit. I mean, there's the Country Club to go out to dinner. Um, we'll go to like regional places like Two E's. We've done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, we go up to the lakes in the summer, so um, we're gonna have a place up there at some point, and that'll be a place that we'll be able to go as well.
1: Yeah. What's what's your favorite dish to cook? Do you have a favorite? Oh. And maybe I should ask mm-hmm. Trent this: like, what's his favorite dish
4: that you do cook? <laughs> Oh, there's so many. We're about to have a monster good one tonight. She's already told <laughs> my me my kids
3: love breakfast dinner. So uh, I'm making breakfast. Dinner. I
2: was gonna say my favorite is beef and noodles oh, and her yeah. mashed potatoes. That's my favorite.
4: Yeah.
3: And
2: and strawberry cake.
3: <laughs> I like cooking food that I grew up on. So fried chicken, mashed potatoes, corn, or cube steak, and cooked cabbage or sauerkraut and sausage and um kind of home-cooked meals uh, just because it takes me back. It reminds me of my mom and my grandma and um, making homemade noodles. I love to do that because it just takes me back uh, to when my mom and grandma, when they were doing it and when they taught me. So those are probably my favorite, but I love to experiment and try new things. And, um, yeah, I can't say that I have one favorite that I make. I like to try new things
2: Have any of the kids um, shown any interest in, like, learning any of those things? or or, Hadley. Yeah, Hadley. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely passing down how to make those noodles.
3: Well, they haven't taken interest in that yet. They say they do, and then they start, and then they realize how much work it is, (laughs) and they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. But um, Hadley's been asking for, like, two weeks to cook dinner, and so uh, this week, I've got to get that. Start start with something easy. Yeah, Yeah. right? Yeah. Start with something easy. Yeah. Yeah. so. She took the cooking class at, um, CSA CSA. Mm -hmm. a few years ago, probably two or three years ago. Um, and she loved that. And so we got her her own apron and her own knife. And, (laughs) um, so yeah, she, she's shown some interest in it, but got to get her the gear, right? That's right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Gotta look the part. (laughs) We were just talking about this, um, with my friends last night. We started playing, or we want to start playing pickleball. And so I've like already ordered like the, the you know, the fancy, the, the pretty, the pretty, oh, the pretty yeah. paddle. It's like, oh, yeah. you have to at least look the part. So. That's right. That's half the battle. You <laughs> yeah, get exactly. the gear and then, and then do it. Uh, it, till make it. I feel like that with golfers too. Yeah. It's, <laughs> working the golf business, it's like you see you guys walk up and you're like, oh, wow, they're a player. <laughs> 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 and, then, and then they get to the first tee and you realize that. No. they're not <laughs> we got a little <laughs> sidetracked <That's> there nice. <laughs> yeah. you've mentioned uh, the kids a couple times um, you gonna tell us a little bit about them their ages what they're into these days um, kind of what it's like just raising kids in Grant County
3: uh, Roman is 13 and um, he's in the cross country and soccer and he's trying wrestling for the first time um Hadley is almost 11 month and um she loves 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 soccer that's her thing so eden uh she loves piano and uh singing she sings at church quite often so um she's nine isaiah is five and um he's kind of into everything i don't know like he's trying soccer and he's getting into basketball and uh yeah, I don't know. He likes all sports, so.
1: Nice. Yeah. Trent, I think that you've got a hobby that's fairly significant as far as the amount of time that it takes probably. Um, you want to walk us through how you got into it? And I was walking, talking. Walk walk us Or run, th- run through it. Um, but I, I'm fascinated by people who have that dedication. So maybe walk us through what you're doing.
4: Uh, so you're referring to my running. Correct. Um, part of that is because my wife's a good cook. Uh, <laughs> I, like, I try to stay in as best shape possible. Actually, uh, it started back in 2014. My older brother um, was kind of the catalyst, TJ. He decided he was going to start running. Um, he ran his first marathon. Actually, him and my younger brother in 2013 ran their first marathon together. TJ did to know 07, I think. Um, and when him and Todd ran, I remember being down there, and I'll never forget them finishing kind of getting ready, And I'm like, over there, I got my first kid. Neither of them have kids. And I'm like, I'm kind of emotional. I'm like, man, I could never do this. And, uh, so that was 2013, 2014 came around and TJ kept progressing. He's like, I'm going to go do a hundred mile run in, um, the black Hills of uh, South Dakota. And for that race, he was allowed to have a pacer on the second half. So I trained up enough to where I did like 15 miles with him. And I watched him do this hundred miler. And that was in the summer. Of 2014. And I looked at myself like, look, there's no way he's genetically gifted that much more than me where he can run a hundred and I can't <laughs> run 26. I said that this is crazy. I'm going to try and train for my first. So uh, that was like July. The monumental marathon is always the first um, Saturday in November. So I kept my training going, uh, ran my first one with TJ and Todd, they still joked about this most recent one we ran. They're like, do you remember that first one you did when you wanted to start walking at mile 24? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, yeah. I just felt like if I could just walk for 30 seconds and they always, (laughs) they always hassle me. But so we started in, in 2014. Um, and you know, I, I was, I guess it's just been something that me and my brothers do, do together. I lost 20 pounds about that time when I started making that a focus, um, and kind of never looked back. And then over the last nine years or so, it's just been something that when we get together and we do family things, it's the wives don't always like it, but we, they know that there's going to be an hour or two that we just go on a run. We'll go run five, 10, 15 miles, whatever the day may may bring. Um, so it's a good way for us to connect. Uh, I also believe running is heavily connected to community. Iris, you can probably speak on running and community more than I can with with Paige and the team and your guys' experience, but it's just like there's a hundred of us in the Machine track club that my brother started and you know, we're all attached to Strava. And so our, our, our runs upload where it's a sport where it's all encouragement. There's nobody that ever gets on like, not a good run, dude. It's just like, everyone's so positive. Um, and then I know it's really good for my health. There, there was a study that talked about your VO two max, um, which I won't get into what that is, but basically if you're in the top 1% of your VO two max, um, your likelihood of longevity increases five X. So like if you smoke, it decreases your your, like by two X and you drink, you know, like there's things that take it down. But if your VO two max is in the top 1% of your age group, it increases the longevity of your life by five X. So that cardiovascular and what I've also found is I don't get sick as much anymore. Like I just feel like I love to snow ski yeah. Except for recently. Um, <laughs> she's laughing because I'm just coming off a bender from Phoenix in Chicago. And I'm tired. Uh, but yeah, it's one of those things where it's good for my health. It's um, it's just something that we could, as you grow older with your siblings, it's hard to find stuff to do too. Yeah. You know, we'd like to, we grew up playing video games. We don't do that as much anymore, but it's just been one of those things that stuck with us. And my older brother continues to kind of drive the boat and and now it's just like a family thing so as long as my knees will allow it uh, i'll probably continue to run
1: awesome where we landed is supported today by marion design co a social design studio whose mission is to create sustainable design solutions to magnify the powerful stories behind organizations businesses and individuals we believe good design should be accessible to everyone our clients include marion health Mississippi Schools, Princeton University, the City of Marion, and more. With a combined 46 years of professional design experience, collaboration is critical to our empathetic design solutions through graphic design, interior design, placemaking design, and design thinking. Whether it is branding, marketing, space planning, commercial or residential interior design, or strategic design thinking, Marion Design Co. will hold your story with care. Located in downtown Marion, Indiana, reach out at hello at MarionDesign dot co. Find us at www.mariondesign.co or on Instagram and Facebook. And outside of cooking, any other hobbies that you've got, Angel?
3: <laughs> um, I mean I love design. That's why I got into it. I Yeah. I love that i i used to be an athlete and um, that's how i used to identify myself as an athlete and working out and um so (laughs) yes um but i'm i'm hoping to get back to that um after i get my knee replacements because our family we do like to go out and ski or snowboard and we do like to be in the water and do wake surfing and it's just really difficult for me to do that so i'm hoping get back to that
1: and then share with us too about your family so how many brothers and sisters trent
4: i have two two brothers two brothers uh, tj's two years older than me and then todd my younger brother actually works with me at img um he's four years younger
1: so you're the middle kid mm-hmm. how about you angel uh, two sisters and are you the middle one as well the youngest yeah okay. so I've asked this of another couple. So this is the love month, February. So this is when this podcast is going to drop. And so my question is, what are you the most proud of your spouse about? So is there something that you would say, Trent, here's the thing that you're most proud of angel about and angel? What would you say about Trent?
3: How much he gives. He gives to everyone.
4: And I would say, um, angels, the love, the glue. She's the one that, um, like when I joined her family, I just saw another level of connection and love and passion for people. And, uh, she's the one that makes everything in our family kind of work. She's that heartbeat behind it all. So
1: it's good. Thank you guys for sharing.
2: So we've talked a little bit about kind of almost everything it feels like, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Scott, Scott's, uh, Scott's bringing the heat today. (laughs) Um, I would love for you guys to share, um, just a little bit about, so I heard you, Trent earlier say, well, it was the plan to do this. And then this plan potentially changed. And then this plan, like, right. Like, so it never works out. Like we make it up in our head. We're like, Hmm. yeah, that's not really what's going to happen. Right. Um, if you could go back and change anything, would you? And if you would, what would it be? Whether that is choosing to stay here, choosing to take that. Are you, are, do you ever feel like maybe we should have done this or maybe we should have done that? I, I, know, I wouldn't I com- change a
3: thing. I'm coming up with Scott questions now. <laughs>
4: yeah, no, I, <laughs> uh, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing. I mean, we've obviously, um, life isn't perfect, but we've, we've had, learned and we've had our challenges. Um,
3: grown from those mistakes.
4: Yeah. Uh I think it's the, made
3: us who we are and yeah. I, I don't think I would change anything. Okay. okay.
4: And going back sometimes, I mean you can't write sometimes you can't write a better story, right? Mm-hmm. And and those stories you might write would have their own challenges. So um really happy with where where we're at this time in our life and our career and um the, again I don't want that to come across as we don't have plenty of challenges but no but I just
3: think it makes you appreciate where you're at um, with those mistakes you know um.
4: but as far as like coming back to Marion versus Chicago or Cincinnati or um, Charlotte uh, I think I think Grant County is a great place to, to raise a family and the friends and the relationships both my brothers live north side of Indy one Westfield and one Noblesville and um, it's about community. That's what it boils down to. And when you find your your community and you get connected, it's really hard to make a change.
2: Yeah. I, I definitely would agree with that. Like I always joke and say, Paige brought me back here kicking and screaming, but like now we're way rooted. Mm-hmm. Like to pull those roots up and for us to like make that change, like, nope, we're in, like we're here now you know and and there's nothing wrong with that either right like i think there's that perception now of course i'm i'm looking at trent because trent and i you know went through school together at the same time you know there was all these expectations on us like growing up oh we're going to get out of here we're going to do this we're mm-hmm. going to go do this and change the world and take over and do this and do that but really at the end of the day like our job was here mm-hmm. right our job was to be here and to be a part of this community and move it on to the next chapter so
4: and, and I would add to that that's that's a great point iris is that I think we have an opportunity to be more impactful in smaller communities like and you've probably seen that Scott it's mm-hmm. just in a smaller community there's just more opportunity to connect there's more opportunity to have an impact um and nothing against large communities but I just think that's an opportunity that um we should be we should take seriously
2: well and we talk a lot like I mean, whether we like it or not, or whether we want to hang our hat on this, but like Marion is known for its sports on like all levels, Marion, Grant County, always known for that. But like, think about that. Um, if you picked us up and, you know, moved our kids somewhere else, would they have those same opportunities? probably not they probably wouldn't get as much playing time or they may not you know build these strong like relationships or i mean again i'm looking at you trent like how many of those guys were on those basketball teams or those soccer teams that you played on that are like your friends for life right yeah yeah. Um, and i'm not saying that that doesn't happen for you angel but i'm just relating it to the experience that i know right like you know those are just your people and um i'm curious to know angel what was that like for you to find your people when you came here?
3: Well, Trent helped me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. He should. Um, he absolutely should. Yeah.
3: But I mean, coming back and I mean, you were one of the first friends that I got to meet yep. um, and just how welcoming you were. Um, and you already had your little group that welcomed me in, um, which was, which was nice. Yeah.
4: No matter where you go, it seems like people know someone from Mary and There's just something about <laughs> how we were raised and the diversity and the time where it's like, there's just like, we have so many tight, close-knit friends. Um, and they stretch ac- across many, many years. And it's like, if I don't see you for six months or a year. It doesn't matter. It's just embedded. So um, having that, coming back to my hometown, I'm sure, you know, we, we had that group when we grew up, there was a lot of us and there still is several of us. And, um, yeah. So I think that helps. Mm
1: -hmm. It's interesting. You you mentioned that. So probably four months ago, uh, my wife and I went to dinner in Zionsville, a French restaurant, and we thought the chef was really, really good. And, um, and it was a, uh, like a wine tasting and a dinner event. So we, we asked him afterwards, would you ever come to Marion to, or I should say, that. I said, where are you from? Where'd you grow up at? And I said, I've got this business and I was wondering if you'd ever come and do the same type of thing for 20 or 30 people. So I said, well, where, where'd you grow up at? He said, I'm from Indiana. I said, okay, well, what part of Indiana. He said, well, I'm from Marion, Indiana. It was before <laughs> I ever, it, Toby, Toby Marino is his name and, um, he's a, a French chef and, um, at a Pretty high end restaurant in in Indianapolis or in Zionsville, and so like you said, it's just amazing to me the number of people that have come out of Marion and have done really good things and um and and then stay here or come back to the to the community. So it's been good. Yeah.
0: Trent, you mentioned coming back to Marion. That kind of the impetus being um, the job you took in sales at IMG. Tell us a little bit about the progression since you've been back, what you're up to now, um, what's going on? Yeah, we got it. We got about, uh, uh, do you
4: do you want to focus that question a little <laughs> bit? There's a, there's a lot going on right now.
0: Give us the, the reader's digest. Okay. Uh,
4: um, so, uh, IMG, uh, is where I spend most of my time right now. Um, we are, uh, expanding more nationally. Um, got a great team out there. Uh, we focus mainly on uh, business insurance, employee benefits. We do some personal lines insurance. Uh, so we've been really focused on just growing our our footprint and our brand, especially in our larger markets. Uh, in the Indian Fort Wayne markets, we now have locations as well. Um, so blessed to have a really good team, really good culture, um, and a really good opportunity there. Uh, Grant County Abstract got into the title business. Uh, it was. Um, title insurance. So I thought it was all the same. (laughs) Um, Got into that a couple years ago. uh, And that has been a wonderful learning experience. Uh, Again, um, I would say the two similarities is that I always bet on teams and people and uh, an incredible team and um, an incredible history. Uh, 1946 was when that company was founded by Lloyd Finch and then Harry Finch, local uh, and family. It was important to him that it stayed local and locally owned. So had an opportunity or s- saw an opportunity to uh, kind of go in and and uh, transition the business to a little more modern, a little more uh, efficient, a little more technical, and um, found a nice young family leader. A guy named Kyle Knight is really uh, running that and, and doing a phenomenal job building culture and just been really fun to watch. So we're in the title business. We actually just opened a, a location in Wabash. And we're expanding into to Wabash and we, we can do title shirts anywhere in the state of Indiana, but majority of what we'll do will be in Grant and Wabash. Um, so those are uh, the two businesses that have employees and that I spend most time with. Um, and then just a bunch of other, you know, side projects and things that make sense to some of them benefit the community, like building re- remodels downtown um, where we see some opportunity to kind of bring some things to light. I knew that was a big thing for the city. And so I wanted to be a part with that. So I have a couple of things going on there. Uh, the building on the corner, we're, we're part of right now uh, where the Kennedy Art Center is going. Where, um, me and my partners are doing the upstairs. So uh, just, I guess at this point, uh, trying to give back, trying to help people. There's a couple other small projects going on, but me and Angel are are trying to find the right ways to give back and support and, and help the community any any way we can. So uh, part of it's philanthropic and, and part of it is is trying to One of the goals I had was to add as many good paying jobs in Grant County, like career based opportunity based jobs. And so that's been a huge focus of mine, uh, both through Grant County abstract and through, uh, insurance management group.
1: So speaking to that and Angel, you can pipe in here as well, but has there been a time when you had a fear of loss that kept you from making a change in your life? Um, and, you know so for me i think a lot of decisions at times are made good or bad around fear um and so i didn't know if you, if you either of you guys could speak to that and was there ever a time like fear of loss really kept us from making a, a change
4: uh yeah that kind of feeds into my testimony um which i won't get into too much but iris has heard this before uh but that that was how when i bought img that's where i was i was i was I was in a few, I was in a very tight acquisition with um, not a lot of funding, not a lot of room for air, and and was afraid of anything happening, losing this account or doing that, um, and that's where faith became a big component of my life. So, I think uh, at least for me, there's other ways to combat that, but um, having faith and trust that you know God's gonna lead us, and 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 I, I'm a, I'm a true believer of um, you have to work at it. You don't just pray for it. It's 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 an and, and so that's been something that. Um, has carried me. And when I find those times, I think it's natural to have those fears, especially when you're making decisions. What if this happens? What if that? Um, that's where I kind of go to and where I find my most like solitude during those those tough times. Because I think those come up in our lives all the time. Yep. Um, and those are scary, especially when you're dealing with other people and their lives. And and um, you, as a person, you want the best for everyone, right? That's kind of the thing. It's like, I want everyone to succeed. I want to make everyone um, live their dream. It's our, it's our one life. And when you have that type of responsibility and you care so much, it's really easy to, um, get afraid or, or let fear, fear take over.
1: Yeah. Angel, anything to add to that?
3: I just feel like fears kind of held me back, uh, for so many years with interior design. Uh, I never got my degree and so I was like, Oh, I can't do this. I don't have my degree. And, um, you know, I started doing so many projects on the side um, that I was taking Isaiah to daycare, and so I'm like, something's got to change. But I actually had a friend, um, and sh- she's like, you can't let fear hold you back. Um, you're going to regret regret it if you you don't go for it and try it. Um, and so right after I had talked to her, I was like, I've, I've got to do this. I've got to I've got to try it. Um, so I think my biggest thing is fear on a lot of things holds, holds me back. So trying, trying to change that.
1: (laughs) It's it's, So I think I kind of mentioned that to you guys, that that was a big and has been a big driver for me, fear of failure, fear of loss, all of those things. And, uh, and yet, you know, as you go through life and you're able to look back at, as you mentioned, as from a faith perspective, as God's kind of sustained you at those times, the next one doesn't become quite as fearful because you can look back and say, here's how I made it through the I last one yeah. or mm-hmm. from a faith perspective, how God carried you through it. And he's going to do it again and again and again. So, so thanks for sharing and mm-hmm. being open about that.
2: Mm-hmm. So you talk about those fearful moments, but what are those, what are those little moments of joy or what are those um motivators like Trent you you kind of touched on it earlier like a goal for you was just good paying jobs but like thinking of that like intrinsically like not necessarily related to business but like you know that day you hop up out of bed like not the day when you're groaning and you're like oh my gosh why well, I gotta get up and do this thing what is the thing that makes you hop out of bed
4: I, I would say um, I'm gonna go to business because that I've had to I've come across this recently which is just why do i do what i do um what motivates me uh, outside of money because i got to that point where that that wasn't it's not really the motivator and it, it really is um, creating opportunities for other people to achieve their goals and to live out their dreams and the more that i can do that um, when i see that type of transformation um, and, and generally nine times out of ten i'm not doing anything i'm just are the platform or the opportunities there and someone else is just their mind opens and something happens. And I've got to see that enough now to where that's really addicting for me. Uh, so I love that.
2: Well, but the key piece of that though, is that you open the door, you go to someone and you ask them, right? You're like, Hey, what, what would you like to do? What would make you feel better? Or what would, what's that growth look like for you? And I think that plays like you ease the fear, right? So people are scared to ask for the things that they want. So for you to be able to ease that fear um, just opens the door and makes it easier. Makes it easier. Angel.
3: I was just going to say, I love that I get to wake up and I get to take care of my kids and I have a job that's uh, flexible And I get to, I have a a career that is exciting and fun, but it's also flexible to where I get to spend that time with my kids that I want. And it doesn't take time away from them. Uh, So I would say that's, that's what I love.
4: I would say also for you, and I'm just going to, you love to cook for other people. And I see when you make meals or you're taking soups, like the joy that that creates in their life. and, And I see that being something that really drives you. Um, as well. Yeah. I will. I would Def- just definitely add definitely the caretaker. Yeah, caretaker. For sure. Care for
2: everyone. I love to. <laughs> yeah, I love <laughs> to, to cook and everyone. I love to cook
3: for others for sure. Yes. I mean, I think that's a real joy for me.
0: As,
1: as spouses and significant others, um, oftentimes we see something in somebody else, um, and so I'm going to ask you again this question that that each of you might be able to answer for the other one. But um, is there a situation where you? felt God calling you to it from a faith-based perspective and said, Hey, or that you saw your spouse being called to, but they felt totally unprepared for it. Um, and yet were are able to be equipped by God to, to be successful in that area. Is there anything that either of you guys could look to, at the other one and say, Man, I see this, or I've seen this in the past that they've been called to do this in our community or to do this with our family?
4: Uh, I mean with Angel I've always tried to encourage her to to follow her dreams and passions um I, I personally of course I'm biased I think she's really good at what she does mm-hmm. um I think she's very talented uh and I would I've been a big encouragement for her on starting the design business um and just kind of taking some of those steps like no no regrets and and I believe in the I mean whether it's food and a restaurant, I mean, we've talked around thousands of ideas and uh, there's so many ways that she can add value and and she loves to just do it on her terms, which is beautiful too. But um, she's got a a ton of gifts and and I'm pretty grateful to, I get to eat a lot of those and and be be a part of a lot of those. (laughs)
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Angel, anything that you can see in Trent's life?
3: I think Trent is living out his calling. Uh, by what he's doing with IMG, um, within the community, just pouring into people and um, just loving on, just loving on them and supporting them, and I think that's his calling and what what he is meant to do. Um,
1: do you guys do you guys like to travel? Is that part of your uh DNA? Or is it something that you guys are more homebodies?
4: We love to travel, but the uh stage of life we're in isn't very conducive. It's six <laughs> yeah. six plane tickets is is uh, not a fun, <laughs> fun thing to buy right <laughs> now. Yeah. We try to hit the majors. Uh we try to do a little Christmas and uh spring break and um but yeah, we we stick around in the summer because of, of the lake stuff, but but we do love to 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 travel.
1: Yeah. It, the reason I'm asking, uh, all three of us enjoy traveling um, that are doing the podcast today. And and um, so I didn't know if you guys have any suggestions for people. You say this is our favorite mm. place to go as a couple. Go ahead, honey. Bora Bora. Really?
3: Oh, it's beautiful. Yes.
1: Have you guys been there more than once
4: or is it
3: one <laughs> no, time? No, I wish. <laughs> yeah. <So laughs> I've heard
4: that too. So one of the perks of um, being in insurance is our carriers always have trips. So- we've been very fortunate uh, to go on trips with carriers. So we've our m- most recent one that I really enjoyed, we went to Switzerland uh, was very cool. Um, just another beautiful place. If we're in the States and we're going somewhere, one of my, my favorite thing is to ski. I love to go to Vale. So that is, that's it for me if it's a slow or if, if it's a short trip.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to get some, uh, some Bora Bora insight and some Switzerland. Both of those sound really good to me. So
4: <laughs> beautiful places. Yeah,
1: yeah,
3: Switzerland's beautiful.
1: Is there um, a next place that you haven't been to yet that you'd say this is on our bucket list?
4: It's a great question.
3: Um, I mean, we we've, we've talked about Paris and you know, different places in Europe, but. I'd love it's to go back one. to
4: Italy. We went to Rome. Um, we only had a couple of days and we didn't get to hit all of Italy. We'd love to go back there. Yeah. That was such a neat place. Like every corner you turn, there was there's the Parthenon and you turn another corner and the Colosseum yeah, and right. just like these thousand year old buildings are just like popping up in the lifestyle they live in the Vatican. It was a really cool place. We'd love to take the kids and do some more stuff in Europe. Um, and I got to go to Japan briefly and that, that was really neat too. That's a different, uh, it's a different environment. So, I love to travel just because I love seeing different cultures and we love all different types of food. So there's nothing we probably wouldn't eat. So that's, that's part of the experience for us. So
1: before we let you guys out today, get you away from the microphones, what are you reading? What are you watching? What are you listening to? You'd say, man, these are some really good things that I'm taking in right now. You might want to share with our listeners, if anything.
2: Angel listens to Where We Landed. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'll
3: be honest, I'm not much of a reader. Um, But I do, I like Emily in Paris. Um, Trying to think of Grace and and Frankie.
1: Let me go back. So, this is a guy asking this question (laughs) Is Emily in Paris just the TV show, or is there a book Emily in Paris as well?
3: Well, I'm not a reader, so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I you don't know. Yeah, yeah,
1: Cause I see um, Emily in Paris as I'm walking through the house every once in a while, but it's always on the TV. Yeah. So I didn't know if there was a book that, that went I don't along know. with it.
3: I, I love to learn about food and I love to learn about how food affects your body. And, um, so I like to listen to, uh, Dr. Mark Hyman and wise traditions and uh, certain farming practices. Um, <laughs> kind of boring, but uh, uh, anything to deal with food, I like to learn about. So that's kind of what I gravitate towards.
4: Um, book wise, I do Audible books. So that's why I got my phone up here. Um, the Crux is one that's a leadership book. Uh, and then Talent is Overrated is next on my list. I just get books that um, are generally in some type of leadership or um, faith based. Chief Joy Officer was a pretty good one. Uh, the practice of groundedness. I mean, I have a I have about fifty books in here. The obstacle is the way is a good one. So there's several um, that I follow, but right now the crux is is that spelled C R U X is really good. And then talent is overrated is up next. So
1: and do you listen to these while you're running, or is this something that's more in the car or on trips type of thing?
4: Um, mainly. Well. I, I'm kind of strange. I don't watch much TV. Um, I don't really listen to radio. I like to always be doing something that I would call productive. Right. Um, my wife loves that about me. So I, <laughs> whether I'm running or something else, if I got, if I'm not, a lot of times I'll run with nothing at all just because I want the peace in mind. But.
2: Page has a list you can help him with. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would
4: love to. Um, so yeah, I just, when whenever I'm turning something on to listen to it, I'm generally going audible. Yeah.
1: Good. Well, thank you guys. It was a pleasure to angel for the first time, really for me to be able to meet you today <laughs> And Trent. Thanks for spending time with us and, and maybe arranging for your wife to be here to make sure that she got on the air with us today. <laughs> so, so, Well, we appreciate you, for, you guys yeah, having, thank you us for and, having us. And, yeah. Uh,
4: glad to be here. Thank you.
1: So for those of you who listen to our podcast, we'd love for you to pass it on to others and uh, especially this episode and uh, hit like where you listen to your podcast. Thanks for being here today. Thank, thank you. you.
2: Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas.